Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to, to our odd pod. Podcast. I thought we were doing it together. I guess not. <laughs> it's a podcast dedicated to the odd, the macabre, and everything in between. And everything in between, including just bumbling through intros. 44 episodes in. Still haven't. We still got it. Yeah. So, yep, that's our intro. <laughs> Bye. Okay, bye. Um, if you like what you hear, if it, if if it's your first time, you probably it's too soon to tell. But listen to the podcast. If you like what you hear, you can go to linktr.ee/oopp <laughs> and find all our links. Or as always, www.ouroddpodpodcast.com, and pretty much anywhere podcasts are cast. That's amazing. Places yeah. I did not sign up for. Internet's a weird thing. I, I, we out there. We see. I, the internet never ceases to amaze me. Yeah, I'm amazed that you got that in so quickly. I know. I remembered this time. You just usually fumble through it at the end. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I am a professional. Speaking of professionals, <laughs> I need to turn off the ice maker. I'm back. Oh, okay. Ice machine's off. Sorry, it's very late. It really wasn't doing a whole lot being on, so <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. Anyway. It's very late. It is quite late. Well, for some of us. It's early for some of us. It's and like quite late mid for morning the other for one. some of us. <laughs> um Yeah. It's a whole ten forty four. Yeah. It's late as fuck. Well, I woke up at four thirty this yeah. morning. We're gonna get through this? Yes. All right. I had three shots of espresso before we started recording. So, and all the yawning tells me that they're really working. I know. Eventually, it's going to kick in. I know it. I don't think Probably so. Probably when I'm trying to sleep. We'll see. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I'm only um, three days away from going on vacation. Yeah. By the time you're listening to this, we'll we will be traveling. Most likely. Well, no, it comes out at five. It'll be a little after that, but we'll be. Driving on down to we'll be the on airport our, on our way two states away. <laughs> I'll be on my way to an airport, so that's fun. Very excited. Yeah, it's pretty uh, exciting. It's especially encouraging whenever the CDC has encouraged us not to travel. Right, we're ramping back up on the COVID. Yeah, but right now I'm investing for I've I've invested four thousand dollars into this, so I can't just like not go at this point. That's true. Um, but I did get tested today. Yeah. COVID and negative. You're vaccinated, which is helpful. Well, yeah. But I got tested more for like peace of mind. Peace of my own mind and knowing that I'm not actively like a playground spreading it yeah. to other people. Just uh, hello, uh, unsuspecting Greek citizens. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh shit. You get back in COVID cases in Greece, like skyrocket. Apparently, they've been scared. Everybody's looking at you real suspicious like. But it'll be real easy to stay away from people when I'm on the beach all by myself. With my friend. With my other friend. Her special friend. She won't tell me his name. Her name's Audrey. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Next time you guys meet at the airport in the middle, damn it. <laughs> There's a state in the middle of us. Y'all know that, right? Nobody wants to go to Mississippi. That's fair. That's fair. Sorry, Wally. Uh, Carlos? No, Carlos, Carlos lives, lives in Louisiana. He lives here. Hey, Carlos, you live here? Yeah, he lives like, he works like one street over from us. What? Yeah. Carlos will do lunch. Okay. Um. We actually do. He, like, a while back he invited us, like, mentioned, we mentioned, we talked about, like, a dinner, like a family dinner with the four oh. of us. But also, I, I think that was before, maybe? No, it couldn't have been before, because we didn't live here yet. I think it was during COVID, and we're like, you know, once things kind of settle down a little bit. Okay, we'll... We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. Also, hi, Carlos. Hey, Carlos. <laughs> Sorry that your uh, breakfast sandwich was crunchy this morning. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I follow him on TikTok, so it's kind of like I have like a backdoor to his life. Oh, okay. So yeah. Speaking of TikTok... We're kind of really good friends now, because we follow each other on TikTok. <laughs> Okay, well. Right. Anyway, speaking of TikTok, we have a TikTok. We just don't post on it. So we're not going to talk about it. And we're moving on. So we're let's let's on. really get into the... Table bump. Table bump. One, um, drink. If you're playing along at home, now's your time to take a drink. 
the table bump of the uh, the episode, the the meat and potatoes. The meat and the potatoes. The creme de la creme. The crunch de la sandwich. <laughs> um, I want to talk today about mirrors, more specifically, demons in mirrors. Demons who live in mirrors. Demons who live in mirrors. Okay. Or let's talk about Bloody Mary. Okay, so we're not just we're are we specifically talking about Bloody Mary? Yes. Bloody Mary. All right. All right. Uh, tomato juice, celery. What else? Two things, real quick. Um, I no. Okay. First thing, no. You don't like tomato juice? Well, I've never had a Bloody Mary, and we're not talking about the alcoholic beverage here. You can get them virgin. I think they call that V eight. I don't. Okay, no, I don't understand Bloody Marys, the alcoholic beverage. Why do you want a salad in your mixture? It's like a hangover drink, right? No, it's like is a it breakfast alcohol? No. Okay, I don't like that. We're not <laughs> drinking a bottle of ketchup with a hamburger on top with some vodka in it. Okay, that we're not about that. I want to talk about the demon lady. The demon lady that lives in the mirror. Okay. okay. Our mirror. Maybe. Oh boy. Okay, anyway, okay, so, like every other episode, let me ask, have you ever played Bloody Mary? Yes. Okay, and what do you know about her? Uh, she... Or rather, um, what is the version of Bloody Mary that you played? You go in the bathroom. Okay. You turn off the light. Okay. You lock the door. You lock the door, okay. You say Bloody Mary three times. Three times. And then, like... I'm pretty sure when I was a kid, she was supposed to be headless. Headless? I think so. I could be getting two things confused. Wild. And she would just show up and murder you. <laughs> she would murder yeah. you? Um, how did that... I don't know why we played the game uh, <laughs> if the end result was uh, our murder, but... The end result was just... Kids are weird. <laughs> just murder. Yeah. I played in the band room at, at moments in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, how did it go? Uh, well, I was not murdered. Did you see her? Uh, yeah, she's like, yo, dude, what's up? What do you want? Uh, Was that not just like the band director? Why is this door locked? <laughs> and then I realized it was the band director. Yeah. And not a headless woman at all, but an old red man with no fingernails. We'll talk about what that means later. I'm not sure. I, I don't know why he didn't have fingernails. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Irrelevant, but... It's true, know, though. I don't he know did how not to have fingernails. I don't know how to follow up with that. Okay. Okay. But, okay. Not the version that I found Yeah. while researching or the one that I played when I was younger. Okay. But I did find a website that gave, like, instructions on how to play Bloody Mary. And it was very dramatic. So I just need to read it to you. Okay, cool. Now, are you are ready? Are there candles involved? There will be a candle involved. Of course. Okay, go ahead. Of course ahead. there's candles involved. Yeah. Everything remotely, like... Whatever. What do you want? Tiny children playing with fire? Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Okay, so um, I wish I could remember the website. I should have wrote it down. So they're like, the game. Bloody Mary. The game. Bloody Mary. Risk level. High. Ooh, a high risk. I, I love a good high risk level. Yeah. Uh, additional warnings. Fire. Mm -hmm. uh, objective. Summoning Bloody Mary. Okay. Reward. Proof of your bravery. And murder. <laughs> and inevitable murder. And you will be killed by a lady in a mirror. Yes, okay. Well, so I taking this like pretty much verbatim off the website. Okay. Okay. So how to play. One, choose your playing space. You may play this game in virtually any indoor setting. The only requirement is that your play playing space be capable of total blackout conditions. Mm. Um, with no lights leading in from the outside. An interior room without windows, such as a bathroom, is ideal. If the only option available to you has windows, you will need to block them out entirely. With wood. Aluminum foil. Doesn't matter. Also You're good gonna block them out. to keep your brain from being scanned by aliens. That's not where I thought that sentence was going. <laughs> Thank you. I think... <laughs> Um, two, gather your supplies. You will need a candle, matches or a lighter, mirror, and snacks. Why Why snacks? Because I'm not playing any game without snacks. Okay. Sorry. Does that say I, that or you added snacks? No, I added snacks. Okay, cool. 
Um, can it be like a birthday candle? Any kind of candle? To be fair, it did not specify okay. the candle. However, I think you would need to be able to at least place it down. Okay. If you don't want to be, you don't want to have to be in charge of holding so it. So like a Yankee candle. You could do like a Yankee candle, yeah. Bath and Body Works. What also scent would works. you? What scent would you pick for summoning Bloody Mary? Oh man, what pairs well with summoning demons? A murder um, demon. Also, I think I was wrong. I don't think she was headless when I was a kid. I think she didn't have any eyes, and she would come and like take your eyes or something. That's wild. But again, I could be wrong. But also, why would you play a game where the end result? You know what? Yankee Candle. What scent? Oh, okay. Um, apple pie. Okay. I think I would do lavender. Like or, just a little lavender and Bloody Mary. Yeah, because like, I like the, really like the smell of lavender. And if I'm going to get murdered, I would like to at least be smelling something other than my own shit as I die. <laughs> I feel like Bloody Mary might be a little spicy. So Ooh, I want yeah. like apple pie. Apple pie, maybe like a little cinnamon. Yeah, but we don't want like pumpkins. We don't want to reach into the territory of pumpkin spice. Because then you might summon Bloody Karen. Oh, dear. No. <laughs> and you don't want that. No, you do not. So we're going to go with apple pie. Because she'll show up and give you like a side bob or whatever it's called. You know the Karen haircut? Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Long in front, short in the back. Yeah. Bl bump it. <laughs> bump it. <laughs> okay, so three. <laughs> Bloody Karen. <laughs> three. You're going to wait until nightfall, and you're going to bring your supplies to the playing space. Enter alone. If you have to wait until nighttime anyway, why does it matter if the place is, like, light tight? Well, you don't want, like, outside light, street lamps, okay, car right. lights. I got you. Okay. So uh, just an extra layer of darkness. Yes. Okay. We want total darkness. All right. Okay. You're going to enter the space alone. Okay. If you haven't already prepared the room, because you know. Some people don't plan ahead. Yeah. Spur of the moment, okay? I'm just saying. You need to block the window, set up the mirror, turn off the lights, light the candle, and place it in front of the mirror. A little apple spice candle. Mm -hmm. Um, Step four, you're going to face the mirror. You're going to make eye contact with yourself. Oh, don't like that. <laughs> Be brave. Be fearless. Take a deep breath. Do not like making eye contact with myself in the mirror. When you're ready to begin, begin repeating the name. Bloody Mary. Beetlejuice. Bloody Mary. Beetlejuice. Stop. <laughs> Say it out loud. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Say it out loud, beginning softly and then adding volume with each repetition. Repeat it all the way up to 13. <laughs> uh. We live in an apartment. My neighbors would be like, they have some weird sex. <laughs> 13 is the magic number. Speak the 13th repetition with finality. And then stop. Look in the mirror. Look harder. What do you see? Billy. Is it just yourself? Probably. Are you sure? Most likely. Look again. Stand back. Do not place yourself within arm's reach of the mirror. She might scream at you, but which, you can probably handle screaming. Which has what to do with arms. But what if she's able to grab you? Oh, then you can live inside the mirror. There's no coming back from that. Does it say that? Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Step six. If you have managed to survive the experience, extinguish the candle, turn <laughs> on the lights, and leave the room. <laughs> In a distance, your dad might yell at you for leaving the lights on and not using them. I'm looking at Eugene. <laughs> looking at Eugene. <laughs> um, my dad yells at me in the distance. I'm going to be suspicious. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not falling for your tricks, Bloody Mary. He don't live here. <laughs> Do not use that mirror again. Ever? That's what it says. But it's your bathroom mirror. Right, well, why didn't they start with? Why didn't they lead with that? <laughs> uh, you know, some people don't read first; they follow along step by step. Additional information: mm -hmm. a flashlight may be substituted for a candle. However, the success of summoning may be somewhat less predictable. I can assure you that both will equally not summon a mirror demon that will drag you into Mirrorland, <laughs> like Kiefer Sutherland in that movie about mirrors. <laughs> Should I, should Spoiler. the method that I just spent the last five minutes describing fail to achieve the desired results? 
several variations may be employed in subsequent attempts. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I just, I'm just thinking about the person who's reading along, doing the steps by candlelight, and they get to the never read the never use this mirror again, and they're like, God damn it. And then they were like, I could use this flashlight. Fuck, I could have used a flashlight? Went to Bed Bath & Beyond for nothing. <laughs> anyway. All right, so. Give me some variations. Begin the game at precisely midnight. Ooh, precisely midnight. I mean, midnight's not the witching hour. Midnight, 3 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever. Who's counting? Who's counting? Midnight where? Your own time zone, I'm presuming. It's witching hour somewhere. Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> Chant the name Bloody Mary three times instead of 13. Bloody Mary. Is that, we're chanting it? Chant the name Bloody Mary seven times instead it, of 13. Chanting. Seven times instead of 13. Run the water in the sink while chanting Bloody Mary's name. Okay. Seems wasteful. <laughs> Again, your dad will yell at you. Chant the name Bloody Mary 666 times. Instead of gazing into the mirror while chanting Bloody Mary, spin it. Spin slowly in place. After the 12th repetition, stop spinning and face the mirror. Chant the 13th repetition while looking into the mirror. That's how I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, the single ladies. <laughs> Replace the chant of Bloody Mary with the chant, Bloody Mary, I stole your baby. All the Bloody Marys. All the Bloody Marys. <laughs> anyway, I stole your baby. Yeah. Are we getting into the backstory of Bloody Mary? Are we going to know what that means? We will eventually. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, replace the chant of Bloody Mary with the chant, I believe in Mary Worth. Re re Mary Worth. I believe in Mary Worth. Okay. Replace the chant of uh, Bloody Mary with uh, Sanguinous Martha. There are no guaranteed ways to dispel Bloody Mary once she has been summoned, although various methods have been proposed. Okay. Um, some sources recommend drawing a cross on the mirror with soap for three nights following the completion of the ritual. Three nights straight. You can't stop. You gotta draw that cross over and over. For it's only three nights. It's the three whole nights. Yeah. Not, oh, just, just, real quick. No, over and over for right three before, nights straight. Right no before sleep. bed. Whoop, whoop. Is that connect, 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 72 connect. hours. What was that movie where it was like, connect, 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 Uh... I don't know. Oh, I used to freak my sister out saying that. I feel like you've told me about this movie before, and I haven't seen it, and we had discussed... Some Exorcist movie. Was it Emily Rose? Ooh, That's the only one I know. It might. Other than The Exorcist, which, as we've discussed, is overrated. Some sources recommend drawing a cross. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Got her. Others recommend burning sage in the playing space. Um, flicking vinegar in the four corners of the room. Mm, I'm sure that's most lovely. Well, it's, it's in the bathroom. You may, of course, try these methods, but don't count on them on working. Yeah, you can try them, but we just made them up, so don't count on it working. <laughs> Do not break the mirror. Why not? You wouldn't want to let your you wouldn't want to let her out, would you? Well, I mean, if she's oh, so she's like in your mirror. She lives in your mirror now. Yeah. Okay. She's just watching you shower. Oh. Watching you take a poopy. Can you imagine you just look over and there's just like a ghost staring at you? She's just shaking her head. Like, Don't look. I got to cover the mirror to, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at me, Mary. While Quit I do my stinky. Me while I do my stinky. <laughs> okay, so every little group of kids have probably played this game at some point, right? Yeah. I know my own little group of weirdos did. Um, you go into a bathroom, lock the door, turn off the light, recite Bloody Mary three times while spinning in front of the mirror, and if you're really brave, you get to go in alone. Did I, I mentioned turning the lights off when I described mine, right? I think so. Um, spinning sounds familiar now. I'm wondering if we maybe have like the same Alabama, Southern Alabama version of Bloody Mary that we knew. Yeah, so not me though. Although, and I realized, like, researching that, like, well, probably, like, Alabama heard, like, one thing versus, like, you know, other places. Yeah. Their, it's like a big game of telephone. Their version of Bloody Mary. Yeah. So, all of this was done with the purpose of luring out the spirit of Bloody Mary. And, as legend has it, 
she would come out of the mirror angry because she's probably been dead for who knows how long and children keep disturbing her as a party game sleep reminding her of the child that she apparently lost literally so what does she do now that you've fathered her for the umpteenth time this week she takes you and she's your mom now well she said to do a number of things um, such as screaming, stealing your soul, drinking oh, your blood, luck. clawing your eyes out. Oh, yeah, that one. That one? Yeah. Well, that's why I was kind of like, oh, that's weird when you said you, she's like she doesn't have eyes. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, all that's good and fun. And I want to take a page out of Mr. Bones' book and ask you a couple of questions. Okay. Um, you don't, Well, like rhetorical questions. I'm going to answer them, okay? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What exactly is the legend of Bloody Mary? Because we keep playing these like games in the dark, but where do they come from? Right. Um, typically, the story involves a young girl performing a ritual before a mirror, resulting in frightening supernatural figures that will often inflict violence upon her. Yes. Um, but depending on which variation, that is subject to change. Okay. Um, even like the Western to English version are vastly different. The Western to English version? Like, America's English. Okay. Like, England. I got you. Okay. They're not British. They're English. Right. So, we're Western in this scenario. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. I'm back. Okay. Since they are east of us. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, the legends themselves can be separated into three parts. Um, the backstory the method in which you summon the ghost, and the result of the summoning. Okay. Ah, most frequently, I think the one we're most familiar with is the ghost named Bloody Mary. In my notes, I have named Mary. Mary. Bloody Mary. Mary. Bloody Mary. That's the British version. <laughs> That's the James Bloody Bond. Bloody Mary. <laughs> James Bond version. You Mary. summon her in England, she just comes out, My name's Bloody Mary, and you've bothered me. Um, been a right bother. Right bother. Um, Please don't do it again. Goodbye. <laughs> um, other names might include Mary Worth, Mary Wales, Black A- or Black Agnes. Black Agnes. Yeah. Okay, that sounds uh, like an Irish version. Maybe I should have like looked into those specific names because Black Agnes doesn't come up again. But <laughs> yeah, Bloody Mary. I feel like that could almost be its own thing, right? Black Agnes. Maybe. Oh, quick Google search. She screams at people. Is she like, maybe she's like a banshee or something. Ooh, let's look real quick. A little quick Google-oo. Google. It is the Countess of Dunbar. I don't know where Dunbar is. I don't know. It's Kingdom of Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Okay. Agnes, I guess, is more of like a Scottish name. Black Agnes Randolph. Black Agnes Randolph? Mm-hmm. She had like a dark complexion, and that's why I called her Black Agnes. Oh, that seems... That but some people think steeped in racism well, at all. I think she was white, but she was like tan. But um, you know, because you know, Scotland, not the uh I got you. Pretty pasty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're on the paler side on the complexion chart. But they said they also think it might have something to do with her hair. So that's fun. Yeah, yeah. That that makes sense. Black hair. So now we know who Black Agnes is. Probably also not super common. I yeah. Don't, I don't actually know that, but what color hair? Do, okay, we're, we're not gonna. Let's not how, get into it. This is how we go on a like a, <laughs> a Google dive. Somebody did mention to me the other day. They're like, "You guys like get off topic a lot," but I don't feel like we do. I feel like we're on topic. We're just rambling about less important things. It's just so easy because it's so much fun to talk to me. I know. <laughs> um, usually, the backstory involves the victim of violence, whether it be the ghost of a woman executed for witchcraft. Or a female student murdered by her teachers, or a beautiful woman who was disfigured by someone for being pretty. For being pretty, they're like, "Your eyes are too pretty. Cut them out. Get them out of there." And that the, the teacher one, they're like, "You're too smart. You're too pretty and too smart. Kill her. We can't have. <laughs> she's pretty. She's smart, and she's a woman. Witchcraft." <laughs> and that's how the third one dies. And that's probably. It's like all three. It's yeah. not one of, one of them. It's just all of them. So at its most basic ritual, it involves reciting a summoning phrase. Often the ghost's name, the ghost is, the ghost name repeated. The ghost is with the most is. The ghost name repeated three or 13 times or 
six times or 666 times in front of a mirror in a dimly lit room. The phrase can vary depending on which legend you've heard. For example, in the one that I just mentioned, Bloody Mary, I killed your baby. Um, otherwise, Bloody Mary is usually sufficient. Seems like a thing you don't want to say to an angry ghost. Yeah. Hey, I killed your baby, bitch. Sounds like you're like taunting them, right? Also, if you, yeah, if you have to say their name 666 times, maybe bring a couple of candles. Bottled water. Or a big candle. Bottled water. Bottled water, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Something with electrolytes. Your mouth's going to get dry. <laughs> um, the ritual can also be a little bit more involved in complexity, such as lighting a candle, turning around, throwing water over the mirror, flushing a toilet. Putting your left foot in, putting your left foot out, putting it back in, and then shaking it about. Yeah. Yeah. So this usually, sorry, there is usually a means of protection or escape from the experience, such so as turning on the light or using the classic ring of salt. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, summoning is typically said to result in violent injury or death. Oh, fun. Yeah. Now, that's a little dramatic, but it has been noted that violent injury can equal fingernail scratches on the face or body to your eyes being scratched out or simply being decapitated. Ooh, rough. That's, I feel like that's probably the worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, other summoners have said that they see themselves holding the ghost baby in the mirror, and if the baby cries, they receive a violent death, and if not, they've been spared. Oh. To which... Um, Something that my man Jack Sparrow once said. Uh, if there are no survivors, where do the stories come from, I wonder? Yeah. So if the summoners... They made, up. They made it up. <laughs> First of all, if you call yourself a summoner, everything you say, I'm going to think it's bullshit. Because it probably is. Because it is bullshit. Uh, I can say with great certainty that no one has ever summoned anything ever. I summon you all the time. <laughs> for water mostly well you know what i mean from beyond <laughs> the veil not the room oh okay all right he was specific yes. laser specific i'm a summoner can you imagine someone starting a conversation with me like that hello billy i'm a summoner <laughs> no you're not <laughs> all right so the urban legend that is bloody mary has been told for decades um, Bloody Mary legends are found across the world. The it's whole also, world. It's also found its way into pop culture, such as the star focus of horror films, such as Urban Legends, Bloody Mary, The Legend of Bloody Mary, and Candyman. Um, that one's not about Bloody Mary. That's about Candyman. That's a different mirror ghost that we also played a game for with the exact same rules. It's weird. Yeah, weird. It's like it was almost like, inspired by like Bloody Mary or something. Ghost. Maybe Candyman, maybe Bloody Mary was inspired by Candyman. I think Bloody Mary came before. You think so? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Because. Um, we'll actually get to it. I've heard, I have it on pretty good authority that the Candyman can take a rainbow and put it in a smile. I'm going to tell you where you can put that smile <laughs> in a second. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> Bloody Mary is thought to have evolved from a much older mirror, like divination ritual. Mm-hmm. Um, in European folklore, one tale describes um, a mirror ritual used for the purpose of a person, typically a woman, seeking the face of their future spouse. Ooh, just the face. Just the face. The woman would walk backwards up a flight of stairs while holding a candle and a hand mirror. And it is said if the woman was destined to die unmarried, she would see the face of the Grim Reaper reflected in the mirror. Because apparently that is the worst thing that could happen to a woman. Yeah, right. Dying unmarried. Yeah, fuck the oh, patriarchy. Huh. Right. Um, isn't that also like a way to see ghosts, though? Supposedly, through looking mirrors? in a mirror, like behind you in a room. I don't know. I saw it in a movie. I don't know. He saw it in a movie. What was that for? <laughs> That's where most of this stuff comes from, anyway. Just movies, movies and other made-up things. And other made-up things. Like, oh, I saw this in a movie once. Now I'm going to try it because I'm a ghost hunter. Get the EKG machine. What's it? EKG the machine? <laughs> Get the EMF monitor. EVP? Yeah. Electronic voice phenomenon. No, but they have another thing too that's just like. EMF? EMF. Electromagnetic fields, right? Yeah. <sighs> we talked about that in the ghost hunting episode. You should listen back if you haven't heard it. It's a pretty good one. 
Okay. If you're into that kind of thing. If you're like in. Ghosts are magnetic. Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> During the 19th century, it was said that if you stared into the mirror for too long, the devil would appear. Ooh, that's what happens to me. Actually, he's just always there every time I look in the mirror. It wasn't until 1970, however, that the modern day examples of Bloody Mary legends were first published in print. But. Oh, when was this? 1970. Oh. But. As with any oral traditions, Bloody Mary legends are likely to have existed for many years before they were first published. However, it is argued that the current form of Bloody Mary legend originates in the USA after World War II. Okay. That would have been the seven, like, you know, around the 70s, right? It could have been that they're after World War II. <laughs> to be fair, 1970 is after World War II. <laughs> yes. Most people believe that Bloody Mary originated from the English Queen Mary the First, who was conveniently called Bloody Mary. That that is convenient. <laughs> Mary was the only child of King Hen- Henry the Eighth and Catherine Aragon. Uh, sure, Catherine Aragorn, the Aragon. heir of Isildur or whatever. I don't Isildur, know. no, Catherine Aragon. I don't Lord of the Rings very well. Her father was the. A little mad due to the lack of male heir, despite it being his fault, he didn't bear a son, um, and voided his marriage to her mother and then separated them, forbidding her from ever seeing her mother again. Well, at least he didn't decapitate her like he had his previous wives, because he was crazy. His future wife. That's literally why he founded the Church of England. Yeah, the king then married Anne Boleyn, 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 uh-huh. something like that, um, who gave him another daughter. Yes. Um, Elizabeth and Boleyn was worried that Mary would interfere with Elizabeth's succession and had Parliament declare her illegitimate. Anne, however, was then beheaded by the king for treason. Mary would eventually become queen in 1553. Mary would earn the name Bloody Mary because of her involvement with the Marian persecutions. Sure. Um, The Marian persecutions took place in 1554 and 240 men and 60 women were sentenced as Protestants and burned at the stake. Oh. And because of this, Uh Mary believed God would go on to punish her because she later endured many miscarriages and fake pregnancies, which can be related back to the woman in the mirror and the baby. Oh, okay. Starting to connect the dots here. Connect the cuts. Other people think that Bloody Mary is based on Mary Worth, Mary Worth was a quote-unquote witch who was executed in the Salem witch trials who may have either been a Puritan woman or she may not have been a Puritan woman. Oh, may or may not have been a Puritan (laughs) woman. Okay, well, there were a lot of Puritans then in that time. To others. Probably didn't call themselves Puritans. Yeah. To others, she's Mary Wales, who might be an aforementioned car crash victim or vanishing hitchhiker type spirit. Or a... Lonely Orca looking for her baby. A lonely Orca. Mary Wales. Funny. <laughs> Others believe that Bloody Mary is based on Elizabeth Bathory. Okay. I've um, never heard of her. Who's she? You lying. Elizabeth <laughs> Bathory was nicknamed the Queen of Blood and was convicted for murdering hundreds of young women um, so she could bathe in their blood. I didn't go too much detail on that because I think you said you wanted to talk about her one day. Did I say that? I must have been drinking. I don't know. I'm just kidding. I actually, that's what our next episode's going to be about. Oh, good. Yeah. It'll tie in nicely, It'll then. It'll tie in nicely. It's like a sequel. A sequel. A little two-parter. So just stop. Pause right now, depending on how far you are in the future. Go listen to that episode and then come back. <laughs> and you'll know everything. Um, And then zooming into like other local folklore figures in Tennessee, like the Bell Witch. Bell um, Witch. She's been linked to Bloody Mary. The Bell Witch is depicted depicted as a ghost of a woman whose children were murdered. And others occasionally link Bloody Mary to La Llorona. La Llorona? Oh. La Llorona? Uh, Llorona? Double L? The double L does make a Y sound, but I never hear it pronounced like that. La Llorona. Um, but also, they, the only places I've seen it is like movies and stuff. So probably. Regardless, just... it's the weeping woman of Hispanic folklore. Yeah, and she's scary, dude. I should have done more research into her, but I didn't. It might be enough info for a whole episode. I'll look into it. Um, yeah. From what I've heard, she's pretty scary. 
Um, and much like a lot of like folklore, a lot of the information is recycled. Um, basically, twelve like websites deep, and I'm still reading like the same thing over and over and it over and over a again. A lot. I'm yeah. starting to realize that. So, I found a listicle of my favorite things mm-hmm. uh, of Bloody Mary encounters, and I want to oh. read you some of my favorite ones. Bloody Mary Encounters. I'm sure these are reputable and probably uh, very truthful. Yeah. So let's get into this. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'm just reading exactly what I wrote or read off the the website that I took them from. And I do have the website real quick. It was uh, thelineup.com, nine chilling Bloody Mary stories. I think I picked like four. All right. All right, so Marissa and her friend had just finished watching an eerie episode of Ghost Whisperer. And Marissa wanted to scare her friend, one of her favorite activities. So Marissa looked into her living room mirror, spun three times, saying Bloody Mary. While no ghost appeared, she went to the bathroom to try again. Against the warning of her friend, Marissa shut off the lights, closed the door, and repeated the chant. When she looked into the mirror this time, there was nothing. Disappointed, she was about to flip on the lights when she caught a glimpse of something. She looked closer and discovered a black and white woman with her mouth wide open. Marissa expected a scream from the apparition, but only found dead, terrifying silence. The The woman in the mirror lifted her arms, and Marissa saw that her hands were bright red, not with polish, but with blood. Her fingernails had been torn off. Hands Mm. reached out from behind Marissa and grabbed her shoulders. Marissa screamed, turned on the lights, and ran from the bathroom. Fingernails had been torn off, just like the band director. Oh, my God. (laughs) Things that have to do with like fingernails scare the shit out of me. And it's also and it evokes like the uh, like a cringe for me. Like um, there were no fingernails. There's a movie called Land of the Dead. Mm -hmm. I'm a you know I'm a big zombie movie guy. And there's a point where they're trying they're like at the edge of like this armored vehicle and it shows the zombie like scratching on the side and it shows their fingernails break off. And I was like, oh god, George, why'd you do me like that? Don't like it. Anything with fingernails. Or probably Tom. He's the FX guy. Anyway. Oh. Tom Savini, you sick bastard. <laughs> anyway. All right, next story. Next story. Give it to me. Okay. Katie was only nine years old when she and her friend decided to attempt Bloody Mary at her house one weekend. How does a nine-year-old hear about this? Probably from like an older relative. I'm pretty sure I was in the bathroom at nine doing the same thing. Oh, wow. You know how I was like, you just... uh unsupervised for majority of my childhood when i was nine i'm pretty sure i was playing with like gi joes in the bathtub or something not trying to summon demons we lived vastly different lives (laughs) we lived very different lives anyway all right so five friends carefully carried candles into the bathroom and began chanting bloody mary Mm -hmm. as they chanted an old woman with cuts on her face and chains around her neck and shoulders appeared in the mirror wow suddenly the shower curtain went up in flames, and the girls were blamed for the curtains catching on fire. I mean, if there's a fire's going to start, I guess the bathroom's uh, an okay place for a it. A decent place for it to happen. Can, yeah. Although, the children claimed that the candles were too far away from the, um, the curtain to have caused it. 25 years later, Katie has never been tempted trying to call Bloody Mary again. Oh, God. I mean, ooh, scary. Tell me you're not shivering. I'm in... shivering in absolute primal terror. Exactly. I know you are. I can feel the chills. I never want to go to the bathroom again. <laughs> I'm just going to hold it. I remember watching like scary movies when I was younger and then having to go to the bathroom with my friends. Yeah. Scary movies did me in when I was younger. Yeah. I don't know what changed, but it got me real good. It's a crippling existence of life. Yeah, I guess like the constant existential dread is way more terrifying than any movie could ever hope to be. Um, but yeah, I watched Scream and checked behind the shower curtain every time I go to the bathroom for like years. Oh, I walked in on Scream when I was like four. Hmm. Let me tell you about what shaped my childhood. I hated using the bathroom. Oh, you know what? You know what? Sorry, go ahead. I'll, I'll tell the story when you're finished. I hated using the bathroom. If we were like, I had to go into the big stall because I wanted to be nowhere near the stall walls. Oh, yeah. Fucked me up for it's a like long time. Scream 2 where the guy got stabbed through the glory hole or whatever. Yeah. yeah. 
First of all, never put your ear up to a glory hole. People's peens have been there. <laughs> Second of all, why is there a glory hole in a movie theater? What depraved fucking place is this? The movie theater was the worst place. I was so terrified of the movie theater bathroom. So, this is unrelated, but you said what shaped your childhood. Let me tell you a story about when I was like three or four years old, and I'm innocently sitting in the living room <laughs> playing with like a matchbox car or something stupid uh, while my dad and my sister, Christina, are watching TV, okay? And I look up, and on the TV, there's a clown. And I was like, oh, hey, cool, a clown. Those are fun. I like Bozo, you know? Not thinking, why is this clown in the sewer? Um, oh, this is it. And my dad goes, hey, Christina, I think you should probably turn this. And she's like, no, dad, it's funny. Look, it's a clown. And then about that time, the clown grabbed the little boy and his teeth were like, ah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they, my dad yelled for Christina to turn it. And it fucked me up good. And for good reason. It fucked me up real good. Oh, funny. And as I'm telling this story, I'm staring at a picture of Pennywise. It's yeah. beautiful. All right, back to Bloody Mary. Back to Bloody Mary. Sorry. You're welcome for we've, that glimpse into our childhood. We've rambled on for too long. All yeah. right, another story. Lauren and her friends were in an experimental mood the night they decided to try calling Bloody Mary. Oh, okay. You nasty. While out on the road, they stopped at a gas station with an outdoor restroom. That's your first wait. That's, that's your first mistake. You're feeling so experimental. You have to stop and do Bloody Mary in the fucking rest stop bathroom. Yeah, that all sorts of uh, yeah, lots of flags going off yeah, here. Red flags, re left and right. Like, and they got murdered by a drifter. And never it wasn't saw Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. <laughs> it was Bloody Harry, <laughs> the lonely drifter. All right, so they went in, turned off the lights, and splashed water onto the mirror, and then spun around saying Bloody Mary three times. Lauren's friend flushed the toilet while Lauren was staring into the mirror. Bloody what, Mary does not like toilets. <laughs> what little of her reflection she could make out started turning red. She kept staring. Then her friend started screaming and they ran out the door. Outside, Lauren's friends discovered that her face didn't just appear red. It was covered in blood. While they cleaned her face, they discovered tiny scratch marks like fingernail scratches all over her face. Hmm. Let's just break down all the red flags in that story real quick. Yeah. One, they felt adventurous or experimental and decided to go to an outdoor restroom and a gas station. Yeah. For second, where were they going? Where are they coming from? They're like, well, that was a fun trip that we just went on, but I'm feeling a little experimental. You guys want to do Bloody Mary at this gas station that we're about to pass? Two, they're just splashing water all over this like mirror. Yeah. Somebody's got to clean that up. I know. You're being rude, Lauren. It's a, well, it's like a roadside gas station. Nobody's cleaning that up. Just saying. Like, you're being rude. Yeah, kind of rude. Three. You're supposed to be in pitch black darkness. What you doing with light shining in? Right. You're fucking it up. You're fucking it all up. Where's the candle? Where's your candle? Who said flush the toilet? Where's your flashlight? Yeah. God, Lauren. Lauren and, and friends of Lauren. <laughs> you fucked up. All right, and the last one. You didn't summon Bloody Mary. You summoned Toilet Tammy. <laughs> uh 29 year old amanda has a particularly dramatic tale of bloody mary when she was 12 amanda believes that her summoning bloody mary opened a portal that allowed demons and witchcraft to enter her soul sweet <laughs> after you got my attention <laughs> after her experience with bloody mary she claims that she's had to deal with becoming addicted to drugs experiencing postpartum psychosis and was institutionalized for a month and suffers from extreme mental issues. Amanda has even resorted to exorcisms without success, firming believe, firmly believing that Bloody Mary is responsible for her current problems. Amanda wants her story to remind people that summoning ghosts is no laughing business and has spent her life warning others against the dangers of seemingly innocent childhood games. Oh, God. We're not going to make fun of mental illness, but... I'm not making fun of mental illness. I'm saying that those were most likely a cause of pre-existing condition. Uh, Bloody Mary is a pre-existing pre condition. I think Bloody Mary probably had nothing to do with it, and they just manifested later in life. Like, when you did Bloody Mary, you didn't have a child, so you couldn't have gotten postpartum anything, right? You need a baby for that. We're talking about, like, after she had a baby. Right. She experienced postpartum. 
I'm saying Psychosis. when she did Bloody Mary, though, I'm led to believe by the flow of the story that this was before that. So she did Bloody Mary. Years later, she had a kid. She experienced a postpartum something because now she has a kid. And that's when postpartum things happen, you know? Yeah. Sort of by definition. <laughs> uh, anyway. So those are the stories that really stuck out. Stuck out and like sparked my interest. Those are the ones that really reflected your interest. Ooh, mirror jokes. Yeah, we yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then just like real quick, there is like some info about like mirrors and why they're like actually creepy. Okay. Because I really it. wanted to do like a whole episode on mirrors, but then like I believe that I have ADHD and can't focus on something sometimes, and that was included that episode. That's okay. You know, in Egypt, mirrors were made out of polished copper. Are they? They were. Wow. You know, before now, before they were glass. Okay. And this is like a little paragraph that I wrote, um, but couldn't figure out a place to like put it in my episode. So I'm going to put it in right here. Okay. You ready? Okay, okay. Relevant to the Bloody Mary legend, the perceptual illusion discovered by psychologist Giovanni Caputo in 2010. Um, Caputo found that staring at your own reflection in a dimly lit room results in perception of strange faces often including monstrous beings, archetypal faces such as babies or old women or faces of deceased relatives. Caputo suggests that this strange face in the mirror illusion is caused by the dim light producing fluctuation in the stability of perceived definition of the face. Our brains will then overinterpret it as another person by our cognitive system for face recognition. Interesting. So when you begin the ritual for summoning Bloody Mary and other mirror divinations, you start in a dimly lit room, ready to be scared, and our brains, of course, come up with some sick and terrifying perceptual effects. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. So do you think anyone who's face blind has ever seen Bloody Mary? Ooh, I don't know. They're like, everybody's Bloody Mary. They all look the same. They like feel faces, but... I just meant... I don't know, like... I don't know how real face blindness is, but it's people who can see, but who don't recognize faces. Right. So, like, they don't recognize you until you speak to them. But I wonder if Bloody Mary is, like, one of those things that we all experience without realizing it. Yeah. Like, the person jumping from light to light. Oh, yeah. But we all see Bloody Mary. Like, we all have our, or, like, sleep paralysis. We all have our sleep paralysis demon. They all look vaguely the same. It's, like, frighteningly the same. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we all experience Bloody Mary just roughly enough to be different for each of us, but all the same. Yeah, maybe. And unfortunately, that's all I have for Bloody Mary. I have some fun mirror facts. I would love to hear some fun mirror facts. All right. I have a list. Let me pull out my phone. We love a good list. So in the third century... Mirrors were used by the witches of Thessaly, like as or like for oracle reasons, like to tell the future or whatever. That makes sense. They used they called them readers, or no, I'm sorry, speculari, and they used them to see the past, present, and future as well. Never mind, past, present, and future. <laughs> I like the speculari. Um, in China, mirrors were used to focus and capture energy. Mostly the moon's energy. And allegedly there was an emperor of China who became emperor because of his use of a magic mirror. Qin Shi Huang, the first emperor of the Qin dynasty. Qin dynasty? Anyway. <laughs> in eighty twenty five, claimed his mirror allowed him to see the inward qualities of those who looked into it. Oh. Uh, there are mirror superstitions. If you break a mirror, you heard of like uh, seven years of bad luck. Yeah. That come that came from the Romans, really, because they believed life renewed itself every seven years, so that the so the unrenewed soul would be stuck in the broken mirror for seven years, just forever. It couldn't renew oh. itself because your soul, which was reflected in the mirror, was now stuck in the shattered mirror. Oh, uh, so you by picking up all the pieces and putting them in a paper or probably not paper then fabric. They probably Papyrus. had papyrus. Or a fabric bag, you throw it in a fast-moving river, and it'll carry away the misfortune. Or you could bury it in the soil. I never heard the follow-up for uh, the seven years bad luck thing. 
Who right? knew? It's interesting. Could, who knew we could have fixed it? Um, actors believe that it's bad luck to see your reflection while looking over the shoulder of another person. I don't know why, but actors are pretty superstitious people, I think. Yeah. Um, like theater actors, I think, would be more superstitious, that's, right? That's what I thought of. Yeah. Like, you know, break the leg thing. Uh, in Victorian times, and you definitely know this one, when the dead were laid out before the funeral, all the mirrors in the house were covered to prevent the soul from getting trapped in the mirror. That's what they said, like, on the Myrtle Plantation. Mm-hmm. Oh, because like, they forgot to cover the one mirror. They managed to not cover that one mirror, and now there are souls trapped in the mirror. That mirror you're not supposed to take pictures in front of, that we totally took pictures in front of? Yeah. Not It's not their role. It's, like, people, superstitious people think that, I don't know, whatever. Um, this practice was practiced across the world, including England, Scotland, America, China, Madagascar, the Crimea, and Bombay. Bombay. And the custom still persi persists when Jewish families sit Shiva. I love it. Uh, some ancient cultures believed that mirrors reflected the shadow soul, which is the true nature of the person being reflected. And this could be the origins of why vampires and demons supposedly don't have a reflection. Because they don't have a soul to reflect in the mirror. I love that. Um, I told you that ancient Egyptians used polished copper. Uh, copper was associated with Hathor, who presides over beauty, cosmetics, love, sex, fertility, and magic. Aztec mirrors were made from obsidian. Go back. To Hathor? Which... Hathor. How do you spell it? H-A-T-H-O-R. Huh. I'm assuming it's either an Egyptian or Roman god. Uh, there was a bit of, little bit of yeah, crossover. Um, let me see. It just a sounded familiar. I just wanted to check. Aztec mirrors were made from obsidian. The Aztecs believed that they were linked to, and there's no chance I'm going to say this name correctly. That's fine. Uh, Poca. Sounds great. And that's a deity whose name translates as smoking mirror. Oh. He was the lord of the night and used mirrors to cross between the earthly realm and the underworld. Which is weird because I have a D&D &D character named Smoking Mirror on the Snoring Mountain. <gasps> He's a tabaxi. No big deal. Oh, casual. Um, anyway. Yeah, I love that. If you got that and you know what a tabaxi is, let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, They're cat people. Slide into Spoiler. my inbox. <laughs> yeah, let's play D and D. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. That was my very small contribution to your amazing episode. That's it. I think it's my bedtime. I'm starting to see two of you. Oh, to be fair, there are two of me here. Oh, weird. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to talk sometimes about Steve. Uh... We'll have to talk about that when we're not recording. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, as always, we, we are, are the Boneses, and, and we are out. out.